0: everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 237 and today's topic is Power Book 2 Ghosts Season 3, Episode 3, titled Human Capital. The description reads, Tariq and the rest of the team must find a way to get the product flowing at an even bigger scale tensions rise amongst the Tejadas when Lorenzo backs Kane's plan Sachs digs into Theo Rollins case so y'all already know we are about to get into it we are about to break it down dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform after that I will play the trailer for next week's episode and then I have a sleeper for you guys in my Joe Budden style Shout out to Pi pie father, Joey. As always, if you need to get in touch with me, Facebook, Alicia Shanice, Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews, email Alicia Shanice Reviews, 13 at gmail.com. All of the descriptions are in the description box below. Hit me up if you need to get in touch with me about a recap request with that being a TV show, a movie, a docuseries, an album, or if you have any business or brand or any music or anything that you're working on that you want me to shout out free of charge. I show love to people who show love to me and love whom loves me. So hit your girl up, even if you just want to say what's up. That's cool too. If you listen to the podcast on Spotify, can you please hit follow for me? That will really help me out. And don't forget, I have my music playlist exclusively on Spotify. Type in Shanice Loves. One of the playlists will populate click on the picture profile it'll take you to the rest of them and i have every genre because your girl got some long range music ears so on that note let's go ahead and get into the show and let's talk power book to ghost
1: they say this is a big rich town <laughs> i just come from the poorest part bright light city life i gotta make it this is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I got a baby. I never took a straight path, nowhere Life's full of twists and turns Bumps and bruises, I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers. It's hard to get a start in these parts Without paper, homie, I grew up in hell A block away from heaven That corner ain't 15 minutes to move to seven, a pure snow Bag it, then watch it go. Occupational options. Get some blow up some hoes. Shoot the ball of the strap. turn the back of the jack. Fuck it, man. In the meantime, go ahead and bump a bag. This mummy.
0: All right, y'all. So this episode, it opens up. And we got Tariq and Braden. They in there getting fitted. Fitted for some soups. And they got Davis in there with his expertise kind of goes from scene to scene very fast we got Effie doing drops and she um does one of the drops to her her school that she came from and she talks with one of the girls who moves weight for her and it seems that the girl knows her very well like they probably been you know doing business together for a while because we know Effie Effie been hustling for a long time so this might be one of her um main home girls and she like you still haven't started moving weight at Stansfield yet you know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't even like you. This this sounds like some Tariq shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, we see Lorenzo and Lorenzo Jr., a.k.a. I'm not sure which one is the daddy now, <laughs> but we got Lorenzo and Kane. Um, They rolling around. Lorenzo gets out. He gets stumped the fuck down. And I was like, dang, really? And then Kane walks up talking about, yeah, that's for Zeke and that's for Drew like okay damn you just gonna have pops jump like that (laughs) and then we see um drew being drew um, no comment they all get a page at the same time to meet at the warehouse and they meet obi he is in there waiting and demanding you know they gotta move more product and he demands he need one million asap and then he gets to put down pictures we got a picture of diana a picture of Richie Rich parents, a picture of Big Mama, <laughs> no pics for Orphan Annie. I was like, well, damn. And that did make me wonder, damn, Effie, Effie, I, what, we have to learn what Effie's background is. I mean, y'all know, um, Courtney Kemp, she used to do a live stream after every episode and just talk about, you know, what went on behind the scenes in the writer's room, you know, or just kind of give hints and clues. And she said, eventually we will learn Effie's background. But I'm like, damn, Obi and them, they got all these contacts and they couldn't find nobody, you know, to threaten threaten Effie with. Like, who the hell is Effie's parents or auntie, uncle? Like, where the hell Effie come from? So, you know, Obi, he puts a threat on everybody, like Diana first, then Richie Rich. And then, you know, they respect their elders. So they'll go at the Big Mama last. <laughs> so in the next scene, We see Blanco, Sullivan, and Whitman. They trying to get this Rico case together. And at this point, they're all obsessed. Whitman, he out for Monet's blood due to being obsessed with Carrie, even in death. And Blanco and Sullivan, come on now, they obsessed with Tariq. (laughs) And this goes back to the original power, uh, you know, with Blanco. Blanco been obsessed with Reek ever since the cop Ray Ray was killed. And then, you know, Angela, she you know killed their whole case Angela made her look stupid and then you know steady trying to chase after ghosts, and now you know you want his son Sullivan was made to look like a clown in season one during the court hearing so they just they they want to win and they want to take Tariq down so we have three obsessed people in law enforcement (laughs) so I liked in the, in the next scene that Effie, she did come clean about wanting to move away to Stansfield. Um, she ends up just coming clean with Reek. Like, look, I, I got a safety number. I want to save up. You know, and he like, you know, he gives her his blessing. He like, you know, I I can understand you want to save up that, you know, little do you've been driving around in. And she like, look, at least I got a car. I ain't running every damn where. <laughs> so I'm just loving Tariq and Effie. I'm a fan of their little relationship. I think they go good together. So in the next scene, we get to the classroom and the topic is human capital. I mean, I'm sorry, human capital, like the title of the show. And it's shade and jabs throughout the whole damn class. (laughs) Diana talking about people using people and, you know, using them so they no longer need them. She talks about how her family just you know, threw her to the wolves when they no longer needed her, which that's a stretch. <laughs> then she takes a jab at Effie. Brashandria jumps in. She like, that sounded hella personal, causing Tariq to throw a jab at her for stealing his internship. Then a student in the back throws a shot at Braden's sister, Becca, talking about white Western privilege. And it just got tense. It got so tense that Harper had to jump in. and Like, look, it might get a little personal in here, but this is a classroom and we're going to always keep it respectful. I'm like, all right, sis, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get your class in order because everybody was just like, you know, throwing just jabs. So after class, we see Selim walking, you know, Miss Diana out and, you know, just doing the most. Talking about he about not hitting Google who, who she is, who her family is. <laughs> I was like, well, damn, he brings up Lorenzo, his drug case, his manslaughter case. I'm like, um, my guy, you guys are doing a lot. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you ain't even asked her out on a date yet. And you didn't Googled her whole background. So, you know, I can see if you, you met her off a dating app, but she's in your class. You're just, you know, Googling away. But as they're talking, um, Kane shows up. And he like, dang, who is this brother, you know, giving me the stare off? And she like, well, that's my actual brother. And you know, Kane being Kane, (laughs) he walk up. Um, gives him his full name. And Kane, like, you made this shit up. (laughs) But um, Kane basically scares my man off. And he goes, you know, walking away. Now Kane tries to give Diana a gun, mainly because, you know, that was the first picture that Obi threw out as his threat and he like man you working a nine to five no 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 he gives her some money and that's something you know you just love your big brother's for when they can just you know throw you a stack here and there that's what's up that was cool kane <laughs> so he tells her to come up come up for dinner at the penthouse so they can catch up so <clears throat> He also asked her, like, how much you know about this little brother, Selim. So I'm wondering, will something come out come out about Selim, you know, in the future or you know, towards the end? I have another theory. Um, I'll get to that later. Of something else that could go wrong between her and the dude, Selim. So we get into the next scene. And Whitman shows up at Monet's bar harassing her as usual, bringing up Drew's shooting and, you know, the missing contractor and just everything that she has been, you know, related to as far as, you know, shootings and killings and missing people. And, you know, she killed the contractor for no reason when diana stole that money so that's a whole another thing of an innocent man getting killed so you know one thing about detective whitman he be on this shit and he be actually knowing what he be talking about he's just so obsessed you know He just he all over the place but you know detective whitman is on her and he is on the right path for everything that he's you know accusing her of so he tells her to come in for some questioning so of course she gonna go to Davis tell him and you know he says you know absolutely not but then he end up agreeing like okay I go there with you but you gotta be quiet let me do all the talking so Monet does bring up the phone call she like look what's up with all this you calling me hanging up and he like I didn't call you he even shows the burner phone but we know Sachs cleared out the call log so They kind of brushed over that, but I'm wondering when he will find out that Saks is snooping around and making calls. And she ends up giving him another burner phone. Now, the interesting part of this conversation was when she said she needs to know how exposed her family is. And he like, okay. She said, no, that's me, you, and Kane. And all I can say is, well, damn, (laughs) Just you, Kane and Davis. First of all, when Davis become your family, and what about Drew? We we know you love Drew now we know you don't like Diana. And at this point, we don't know how you feel about Lorenzo, but but damn, just you, Kane and Davis. What about Tariq? I thought that was your other son. <laughs> so Monet funny. Monet is grieving. So we just don't let Monet do Monet. We get into the next scene. And the the, um, the Tejadas, they meet um they all meet up, all except Monet, of course. And as Kane is putting in orders, <laughs> directions, like you gonna do this, Diana, you gonna do this. But when he reached out, like, do you understand me? Did Diana <laughs> Diana like, who the fuck is you? Like Poppy, who put Kane in charge? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Kane, the way he bent down, like all Lorenzo can say is, listen to your brother, daughter. <laughs> So Drew finally puts Grinder down to make a suggestion. He like, look, instead of taking out, you know, the brothers that we grew up with, you know what I'm saying? Because the, the ones that they're trying to take out, that is Frank and Evelyn's son. Remember she said they came up in Brooklyn. He like, why don't we just, you know what I'm saying? Take out their connect. And as he's saying that, lorenzo was like you know smiling like look you know drew know what he be talking about and then you know kane he 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 gets off his little power trip for a minute and you know like it's a good idea (laughs) diana's still looking confused like what who the fuck is he (laughs) so we get into the next scene and we see rsj the richest black man in America. He is on TV. And Uncle Lucas has taken, you know, um, a couple of the employees from the from the investment firm, uh, including Tariq Braden and Kiki. And, you know, he, they want to talk to him about joining their firm. And we see Uncle Lucas has been going out his way to get his attention, uh, the RSJ guy. So Kiki, for she not feeling it. She like, this ain't cool. You know, it's going to look obvious. So he tells her to go somewhere and go up to the spa. And she like, oh, we, one black face is enough, correct? You know, talking about Tariq. Because, you know, he brought them to especially uh, Tariq for representation to get RSJ's attention. So as, you know, Uncle Lucas approaches him, they kind of talk. And I'm sure we'll see him again because he's like, you know, call my office. Let's set up a meeting and we'll see. So Tariq steps to him on the side, you know, he was inspired by his speech, you know, expi- inspired by, you know, him coming up, he- him being the richest man, and black man in America, you know, you know, he goes up to him and, you know, just asks him some questions and RSJ gave him some great advice. He like, you, 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 you know why they brought you here, right? You you, you know why you here? <laughs> and Tariq like, yeah, I, I know. And he like, okay, use them just like they using you and rick like oh i plan to (laughs) i got to meet you didn't i (laughs) so i'm sure that we'll be seeing rsg more rsj more and after that uncle lucas uh he runs into some people that he did some dealings with who was all about the cryptocurrency he got to talking about how you know shady that business is and then that gives tarik a whole nother idea moving forward so after that davis and monet they meet up with whitman now now whitman whitman like i said whitman he he whitman really be knowing what he's talking about and he really be on his investigation stuff but whitman just go too far he just so obsessed to come off like no calm your ass down so whitman he going on and on he bringing up dc uh joe he bringing up the dude rico that got killed he bringing up the contractor that went missing but when he brings up zeke Monet is still grieving. <laughs> she goes the fuck off. She talking. <laughs> she, she like you trying to blame me for something you might have did. You might have killed your bitch. <laughs> and then you know she go on to talking a little too much to where she like you need to be at the the guap dude who killed Zeke. Now why did you even put this in Whitman head? Cause now Whitman is like, oh, I didn't know what GTD did kill Zeke. It might have could have been you. You know what I'm saying? Like Monet goes off to where David Davis has to say, you know what, this meeting is over. Out Whitman, out. You know what I'm saying? He has to put Whitman the fuck out the room because Monet just lost it when he brought up Zeke. And you know, Davis decides to get a paper trail on Whitman so they can start getting the harassment case done and they decide they need to tell Tariq what's going on because you know Tariq he's connected to it all as well. So we go back to Stansfield into the dorm room. And ironically enough Diana is actually staying in the same room she lost her virginity to Tariq to because remember last season that was Tariq and Braden's room. That's the Weston's room. So when his sister got it and boarded room with her she's actually in the same room so diana is frustrated she's going on about how small her check is and we see uh becca she um got a little the little same habit her brother trace has she gets to pulling that little bag out she like you know i definitely got something that pick your spirits up she goes to dangling <laughs> and you know it don't take much for diana to put two and two together she's like where you get that from so she already know Effie, Tariq, Brayden, they back up there. They ain't got course correct rolling, but really it's just Effie. But, you know, it don't take much for Diana to get to put two and two back together. So we get into the next scene and Braden and Rick, they end up putting their heads together and decide to do instead of course correct, let's do Wall Street correct. And instead, you know, what I'm saying, how they did the tutoring apps they're gonna use it for coffee cups so it was really a good plan they take the plan of Drew and Kane and they all comply you know to the new hustle plan you know and after they get done talking Kane puts Braden to the side to order him to do a kill (laughs) something Braden is definitely not ready for he wants them to kill the Russian connect because he needs a white dude to do it. So, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't lead back to the Tejada family and, <clears throat> you know, Braden agrees and he know he's not ready for it. <laughs> now as Tariq is meeting with Davis and Monet, getting a 411 on everything Whitman, Sack sees them. He ends up taking a goddamn photo and you know, he gonna take it straight to Jenny Sullivan. You know, she ain't giving him none already because he ain't gave her none no information. So, as soon as he take this photo, she probably give him some all night. We can bust him a good one. So, <laughs> I'm like, Sack's doing too much. end up taking pictures of shit. <laughs> so, we see um when Tariq goes back to the room, Effie and Brayden tell him about taking out the Russian. And... Tariq can see Braden is not ready. He like, "B, you ain't never killed nobody before. <laughs> and Effie like, no, he got a man up. So he decides to do it. But Tariq and Effie, they decide they'll be there with him. Now the ha- the harassment charge is filed on Whitman. And Blanco and Sullivan, they are pissed. They go off on him. <laughs> I mean, they let him have it. Jenny, like you will be suspended by morning and Whitman can give two fucks because he gonna investigate he gonna stalk Monet on the job off the job on the clock on the clock just like he did Carrie Whitman is out of control (laughs) so we get into the next scene and Diana she awaits for Effie to come downstairs because Effie is you know upstairs you know where they got the little locker thing and the brick at and you know Effie just come down, and you know Diana she just ready to check her, and I gotta keep it real. And Effie Effie kept it a hundred, and I respected it. I was, cause Effie is just Effie. She like, look, I told you he wasn't for you. I didn't tell you he wasn't for me. <laughs> Damn Effie, Effie like, look, and plus I ain't fighting over no nigga, but you shouldn't let this come between us. You should get some money, but we getting real money out here. Like, come work, come hustle with us. And Diana looking like, I ain't fighting over no nigga either, especially not no Tariq. Okay, plus Diana, like, I'm gonna keep my little candy job right with Salim. I'm straight. I ain't never want my family life anyway. So... You know they handled it maturely. They handled it maturely, but it was just I don't know. I just like Effie style. Effie just be so laid back with it, you know what I'm saying? So I just like Effie style, and I do think she fits, um, Tariq more. But we gonna see where it go because I definitely see another tension coming between the two girls, and I will sh- uh, say that one in a minute. So after that, we see Sax. He goes to visit um Theo Rollins, which is David's brother. As soon as they showed the scene, I'm like, "What the what? Where Red Man at?" So we see that Red Man is no longer portraying the role of Theo Rollins. Um, I have a theory, but, but I don't know. I'm gonna wait and see how they play it out and see if my theory right about Red Man leaving the show. But as um Rollins is talking to um they uh to. Sax about the case he ends up slipping up saying Davis is his brother so that gets to um Saks to putting two and two together and realizing that Theo Rollins is in prison for a murder he didn't commit and he's covering for his brother which is you know Davis McLean so after that we get to the next scene and we see Tate Tate You know what I'm saying? He out for, you know, saying a little brunch. And he's rekindling his romance with Harper. And we learn that this was the only real relationship he had, you know, and they just flirting, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, about to get into this little passionate kiss. And as soon as the lips is about to lock, here come Hayden as Blanco and Jenny Sullivan with all of their questions about Tariq. (laughs) So Harper leaves and Tate does what Tate does and swindles his way out of the conversation. You know, he like, ah, young Tariq, I had to turn him down. I did offer him an internship, but I had to turn him down. Now he's at Weston Holdings <laughs> with the Braden who confessed to be a drug dealer. You know, Tate going to be Tate and Blanco going to be Blanco. I don't know what type of point she was trying to prove by taking a bite of Tate food, but we see you Blanco. So we get into the next scene when it's time for the big kill. We got the Russian dude. He leaving out of the church. He put a, you know, a stack in a collection, little box. And as soon as he walks out, here comes Braden coming up like he's a little DoorDash driver. And the, the Russian dude, he up there trying to talk to him. The Russian, like, oh fuck off somewhere. <laughs> and you know, Braden, he tries and Effie her and reek standing in the background and she like let him do it he like no he ain't ready and reek he gotta run out there and say it a day you know what I'm saying he put two shots in dude but at the time uh the russian dude his peoples was waiting on him so they seen it was a black dude who did the kill so they run into the restaurant and when they just were sitting there just the way they were sitting there, they reminded me so much of Ghost, Tasha, and Tommy, not acting like them, of course, but just how they were just sitting there. It just put me in the mind of their original power when Ghost, Tommy, and Tasha, when they would be in a crisis and put their heads together to come up with something. And when they did, they would come up with a master plan. And, you know, Brayden is shook. He is shook. So the the part that got the internet buzzing is when Brayden walked off and when Rick told Effie that they could be like Tasha and Ghost, but better. Because he's better than his dad. He's smarter than his dad. And his dad was the one who messed everything up. And his mom was the mastermind behind everything. And all I can say, uh, depends on how you look at it. He not necessarily wrong. But Ghost wasn't no slouch. Ghost was very, very, very smart. And Tasha, she, she definitely... Tasha, she was definitely savvy with it, too. But if we get to talking about Ghost and Tasha, we will be here all day because I am a power fanatic. <laughs> and that could be like a whole nother podcast when we get to talking about the whole Ghost and Tasha thing. <laughs> but I wouldn't say Tariq was necessarily wrong. I say it depends on how you look at it. But I'm loving the little body of Clyde thing with him, and Effie. What's gonna hurt him is when he finds out, about Lauren and for some reason even if it could be season four I want them to bring the first girl he was with Destiny back into the show who knows you know that's he used to be out there lean as he lost his virginity to it could be a baby Tariq out there we never know but I just want to see where Destiny is at you know I just think that would be interesting um so after that we see Evelyn's remember, she said her boys was hustling in Brooklyn and it's her and Frank kids. So they arrive to the penthouse. And as they're coming up the elevator, Drew gets an alert from his grinder app that his match is 20 feet away. So he instantly he instantly knows, you know, that it's it's the same dude from his match on grinder because they got the tattoo. So when they walk in they already know the Tejadas had something to do with killing a connect, and the word has already got back that it was a black shooter, since Brayden could not go through with it, so it makes it look like it could have been Kane. They still agree to move weight for them after they all take a vote. Lorenzo kind of put his cents in about, you know, that's what their father would want, but with this whole thing with them working together, I can definitely predict Drew and the dude with the tattoo, they definitely gonna be messing around. And it's gonna be some somebody's dropping somewhere because they're gonna eventually find out that they killed their connect. Not only that, that they killed their father. So that's gonna bring a whole nother turmoil and that's gonna make Evelyn and Monet probably go back <laughs> go, you know, then get into it even more because she probably going to lose one of her sons too. So, we'll see where it goes. I, I definitely think that there is something about to come out of this whole thing with them working with the boys. Definitely something is going to come out of that. Um, especially when they find out that the young Kane killed Frank. So, after Lorenzo tells them that Kane is in charge, they leave. And Drew is pissed. Drew is like, oh, he in charge now? And he knows something is up. Now came he he did he was a little extra this episode so he told his pops he like you know what you know good job but you were a little extra so i need you to move some extra weight and in the way lorenzo grabbed that bag and kind of did that little laugh you know how you know how when you get so mad and all you can do is laugh like this motherfucker (laughs) that's how lorenzo walked out that door so Lorenzo has about had enough of Kane, and I think it's only so much he can take. By the way he did that laugh, we'll we'll see. So Davis and Sax, they end up talking, and Davis just comes clean with Sacks that you know he you know did the the the, the murder, and Theo is covering for him. But he was young. He didn't know the law yet. And his family and Theo agreed that Theo would take the rap for it and, you know, let him go on and go to school. So Sachs, he he listens and he does agree to help. Because he's like, you know what, the victim that was murdered, his brother, was a cop. So it's a, more than likely evidence was tampered with. So he agrees to help. But, but Sachs, he is he's he's pushing it too much, you know he's doing too much and he's pushing it to the limit because he's the CI for Jenny. So he double crossing Davis and them there taking pictures and making calls, but now he's about to be 10 foot, 10 toes in to help save his brother. So that actually might work out for his favor because when they find out that he has been the CI for Jenny, they might want to kill him and he might hold the cards of getting his brother out. So who knows how that works? But Sachs has been around since day one of power. So after that, we get into the next scene, and we see Diana, her and Salim. They're in her room. They kissing, and Lorenzo busts in. So Salim leaves, of course, scared. <laughs> and <clears throat> Lorenzo asks, you know, Diana for her help. He like, no, my God, I can't thinking he the next, you know, Mecca, and I'm just around to protect him. But I need for you to move product through the new job and i thought this was wrong on so many levels for lorenzo just to show up at her school go to her dorm room a bag full of product you know you're a known drug dealer (laughs) and you just go to your daughter's dorm room you know just as watching the show i'm like uh this is just wrong on so many levels like y'all got her a way to do good and oh okay all right um she agrees that she'll help her poppy. You know, she she's a daddy's girl. But I just, I don't know. I just thought that was wrong on so many levels to <laughs> go ask her to move weight at her school like that. Um, But here's where I think it's going to get, inter- you know, interesting That He gave her the product. He about to have her hustling through the store. That's probably where her and Salim is going to fall out at because, remember, he works there. He's the boss. So I can see that's where their big fallout will come out because she's going to get caught. Also, Lorenzo is giving her pure product. It's not cut on. Effie is stepping on all her shit because she was the only one. You know, it got hot up there, so she was the only one hustling. This might cause a rift even more between the two girls because Effie, her shit stepped on. Diana come from a hustling family, so she don't know how to do it, and now her stuff is pure. So I could, I could see it getting very interesting right there. Unless they decide to work together, that's a chance too. But for all drama purposes, they probably have them go against each other. But we'll see how it goes. Um. In the next scene, in the next scene, we see Whitman. He's still stalking Monet once again. Whitman is going to stalk Monet whether he on the job, off the job, on the clock, off the clock. Now this fool, this fool's is supposed to be on desk duty and he in front of Monique's house like, like that's his damn desk. <laughs> Whitman is out of control. <laughs> but Monet calls Davis and she does get a photo of him so they can start building up that harassment case. Um, we see in the next scene that um, the no cap and off rap that hustle, it begins. And, you know, they all excited. They already started getting orders in. Tariq goes to take a phone call. I think to call the Jamaica Ave Boys. And then Effie and Brayden, they talk. And Effie discovers that Brayden ruined the Tate internship for Reek. So she like, Reek going to be pissed. You're going to have to just tell him the truth. And he like, oh, you really want to talk about telling him the truth? And she shut up because she definitely don't want that Lauren secret to come out. But while they're talking, he get a page from, um not a page, a text from Kane. And when he goes downstairs and he's sitting on that little bench, Kane come up from nowhere and him his ass. Because <laughs> now he know that he didn't kill the Russian and then it messed it up because it could bring it, it's, you know, he didn't want anything to be connected to him about the shooter being black or, you know, him having anything to do with taking out the Russian connect. So... As he is as he is jamming up, Braden, he like what happened to what really happened to the Stitch bitch <laughs> talking about Lauren. I'm like, Kane, Braden ain't ready for that life because now Kane like you didn't kill the Russian dude. Now I'm starting to think you ain't killed. You know what I'm saying, Lauren? So he calls Effie, of course. So we are gonna see because this is Effie and 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 Braden's secret. They said to to the grave. So I'm wondering if Effie gonna tell Kane or how she gonna play it. Um, but this was a very, very, very good episode. Um, I enjoyed it, um, and I want to play the trailer for next week, and then I have a sleeper for you guys.
1: You promised to replace Mecca. What is this? This is what Mecca did. we are built to move drugs, not guns. The gun deal, upstate Guns? to reevaluate your relationship with your family this cop is on my ass do anything to frame me Detective, me she sent me
0: here to lie to you all right that's the trailer for next week um we'll see we'll see um i i don't think uh Diana is going to betray Monet and I I think it's all uh, part of a game plan with her and Monet because Monet went to her room but you never know with Diana (laughs) but I don't think she'll go to Detective Whitman and uh, give him any information on her mother. Um, It looks like that now they ain't just going to be pushing drugs they're going to be pushing guns so we're going to see how that go and we know that it's too early in the season for Jenny and blanco to really get something on them so we'll see how it plays out i'm ready to see noma again because we only seen her one episode so you know um the writer was saying that they wrote her to be one of the baddest villains ever so i'm ready to see you know what she all about um you know right now all we're seeing is Obi, so we'll see how it goes but i really enjoyed this episode um this uh, season is starting off very strong so uh we'll see what episode four does. I do have a sleeper for you guys and then I'll get you out of here. Thank you so much for tapping in and listening to my recap. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope you all enjoyed it. You know, sometimes when you might fall down and then you just got to bounce back and that is my sleeper. (laughs) (laughs) (inaudible) In (gasps)
1: <laughs> <laughs> <inaudible> Here my your hey, <gasps> <gasps> <sighs> <gasps> Uh-oh. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning by the night I count stacks. Do that, I'm so real when I hit it bounce back. Bounce back. You ain't getting shits. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back, boy. I been broke as hell, Cast the check and bounce back. Every time LAX, lay every week I bounce back. back. for a real one then you know how to bounce back. Don't know nobody, oh nobody always on the fucking job. I got no hobbies, got the city fucking with me cause I'm home, bro. Bobbing, I'm more than my phone. No, leave me alone, me on my own, no. I cut up your like an edit. My daddy, is genetics. I heard you know this pathetic. Your contrast should be shredded. To my dogs on a private jet from the public house, and I kept it G. Yeah, one job. So click start, studded like the Paramount money. Everything I do is right, betting on me is the right risk, even in a. Crisis. I'm never on so switching side. Shit. I switch gears to the night shift, blacking out because I'm in light. God talks to me in silence, but I hear him every time. man. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by night I count stacks. Do that up for real when I hit it, bounce back. You ain't getting six. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back, i I been broke as hell. not the check and bounce back. The time they lay eggs every week I bounce back. If you're a real, what in you how oh, right to bounce back? back. Look. I woke up in peace mode beast. with my girl, that's beauty in the beast-o. beast, though. Bitch, I fight, he's never sleep, though. Only thing that sold out is deceased, store. So, so <laughs> God I dare you stand before me and I respect my authority. Huh? If it- my glory, I'ma drop the hell and get glory I done did everything except worry. Hella drama, my life story. Faith of a must seed. I kept growing. I knew that this life was meant for me. People change up more than wishing wells. Karma come around, I wishin' well. never like I'm on a limitless pill. I kill the scene like I'm dizzy I'm Crazy like my jacket strapped up. I don't act, but I act up. Brown paper bat, like the lunch packed up. Back, 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 back up. I'ma like ten feet, or get stomped out with ten feet. I'ma always lose my temper. You cannot count it to ten me. If I lose one, I bounce back like two, three, do a four-five. See courtrooms at court size ain't too many seen both sins size what you know but i'm taking back control the underdog just turned into the wolf and the hunger steady grows Yeah, hey, i call shots when you call off never taking some more fall off When you stay that committed to it you just fall down and never fall off so last night took a hell but you not a bounce back wake up every morning fighting a constant flow you know that every drill when i hit a bounce back i'll be back you ain't getting shit last night took a L, but tonight... all
0: right that was my sleeper Big shine bounce back in my Joe Button style. Shout out to the Pod Father Joey. Um, don't forget to check out my I did my Snowfall recap and then I did Bel Air, so I'll be back on next Thursday for Snowfall and then we'll do Bel Air and then Power Book Two again. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoyed this recap. I did have a few technical issues, so um, I had to stop recording and come back. <laughs> so i did have a few technical issues on this uh with my equipment so i apologize if i kind of sounded different because i did have to stop the recording and then come back on and start the recording but anywho i love you guys thank you for your support please remember to protect your energy anybody around you that's an enemy to your energy please dismiss them dismiss them with the quickness and then remember just to trust the process and then just keep having no distractions just keep leveling up and then like the song say you might have an ill you might you know feel rejected you might lose the first time you try but nope you can try again it builds up resilience it makes you stronger it makes you want it it makes you hungry for it so just go for it and you can do it you know the sky is the limit so on that note it's your girl Shanice and I'm out help you enjoy the show with your girl Shanice I'm not sure what